0: Is Patch. I can't tell you my last name. I can't tell you where I live. But I can tell you that this is Animorphology, a reread podcast where we talk about all of the Animorphs books in order, and I am joined this week by the most wanted criminal this side of the home homeworld. It's Vivian.
1: I can't it's already been two weeks since the last one, I forgot what your intro was like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we are also joined by the most talented of on earth, it's Kate. Hi. Oh, yeah, it's it's been a couple of weeks, thanks to some uh, uh, unexpected yeah. <laughs> developments. But the listeners won't notice that this is just going up a week later than the other ones. So. Yeah. Now they
2: will. You just told them.
0: Yeah, but also it's not like they have to wait an extra week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now we're gonna stop the show here, and then we're gonna put the rest of it out the next week. <laughs> Uh, Unless, unless you want to pay
1: for the twenty-five dollars a month to Patreon tier that we're totally making right now, (laughs) we get it all in one piece rather than it's it's like a it's like a macro transaction. You have to pay upfront if you want the whole thing, and you gotta wait every week for like ten minutes only.
0: Right, (laughs) we gotta pay six extra dollars if you want me to wear armor while we're recording.
2: (laughs) It won't make a difference in the sound quality, except there'll be more clanking noises, and it'll actually (laughs) probably be much, much worse.
1: We're definitely not going to do that. That would be terrible.
2: <laughs> no, you can't morph if you're not wearing, uh, you know, like, tight-fitting clothing. So the armor doesn't make sense, Oh, what, really. if, what if
1: you had, like, Shepard's uh, armor? Because Shepard's armor seems pretty form-fitting, especially female Shepherds. Because, <laughs> I mean, female Shepherds' armor just straight-up has curvature for her tits.
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah, but it's got hard parts. I'm not sure how that would work. We don't really... Yeah, I mean, okay. to be fair, I don't think at any point in the series do the Animorphs ever wear armor, <laughs> like body <Bonnie laughs> armor, uh, so we don't know, I okay. don't
1: know so, so you might not be able to transform if you're wearing Shepard's armor, but definitely if you had uh, Miranda's ass-tight uh, outfit, you would be able to
2: <laughs> yes. i pretty sure it mentions no, yeah.
1: at
0: some point that natural materials work better than synthetic ones, so
2: Well, maybe they make it out of some kind of space plant, I don't know <laughs>
0: I'm just like, if I could make a skin-tight suit of chainmail, which is very possible, that would probably work better than space armor, is all I'm saying.
2: <laughs> uh, unless the space armor was, like, like I don't know, harvested from the Alderaanian, um, Alderaan Star Wars, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> like, I don't know, spandex tree, you know? Look, some of the alien stuff that shows up in Animorphs later is, is wild <laughs> enough that I would not be surprised. Yeah, yeah, fair.
1: I guess also when it comes to like Mass Effect in particular, like I feel like most of the characters that actually don't really wear armor, unlike Shepard and like Shepard, Drex and Garrus, are like, yeah, they probably just have like some like shield unit on them, kind of like kind of like the little like hip thing that you can see on like the characters in Borderlands. That's like, yeah, I have an energy shield because of this. I, I can wear whatever.
2: Well, the I fuck. Do. <laughs> yeah. I mean shields are a thing in Mass Effect.
1: Yeah,
0: it's just that it's yeah, I just think fun. In Mass Effect Two, they're built into your Omni tool, but that's not the case in the first one.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's just funny to see, like, some of the character, like, outfit designs and that, where it's, like, you know, you have Shepard in big armor, and then it's, like, you have, like, Tally just has her, like, normal survival suit, and it's, like, yeah, if you got shot a bunch, Tally, you would definitely have, like, a fever for, like, a week. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Just even the little rip, and it's, like, yeah, you're screwed. (laughs) I feel we've like got Hood- uh, Kasumi running around in her hoodie and leggings. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just Kasumi in her dysphoria hoodie. <laughs> I like, yep, feel that's like whatever.
2: Warfing really wouldn't be all that much of an asset to the Mass Effect crew for a variety oh, super
0: of reasons. <laughs> they would get them killed really fast.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, that-, that depends if they would actually be able to morph their like uh, Omni tool shield in the process.
2: And this isn't like, this isn't like wild shape. You don't yeah, no. you don't return back to your you know regular human form when you die.
1: Yeah, you don't Just have you don't have a temper, you don't have a different hit point pool.
2: Yeah,
0: you also don't get to choose which parts of your equipment merge into your body. You can't keep your omni tool.
2: <laughs> Rachel does have the barbarian's rage ability though, so there's that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Honestly, I think all these kids might have a level in monk just to give them the unarmored defense. Given how often they manage to not get shot. Uh,
2: yeah, that's fair. But um, there's also (laughs) the fact that, and this hasn't been revealed yet, but they you do like heal after changing back, so you can get horribly injured and still survive, which happens a lot.
1: Also, to be fair, like they could also just be barbarian instead of that level of monk because you also have a different unarmored defense.
0: That's true, but it's worse. <laughs> you,
1: you're, uh, based on what I know of Marco, that boy definitely does not have a good wisdom score. He definitely would have a higher
0: con, so Barbarian with it, more for him. Ha- <laughs> uh, mm,
2: well, he, he has, has the...
0: Listen, the Barbarians on our red Defense, when you put it with Wild Shape, is much worse because it just uses the con score of the animal you are. It doesn't keep your score, so... True. If you turn oh. into an ant or something, oh, you just right, right, have, yeah, like, you, negative one Right, I, yeah, I remember
1: that coming up often when I played my Druid of, like, what my perception would be like because it's like, yeah, you keep your, like, uh social stats while well Wild Shape, yeah, exactly. the physical ones change. Right.
2: If I was going to give a class to Marco, it would be... Um... I don't know, like some stuff. It's weird, but some kind of like a barbarian rogue (laughs) multiclass.
0: Honestly, I would call him like the inquisitive rogue because he's definitely got a bunch of points in intelligence. So
2: Yes, yes, definitely.
0: <laughs> yeah, he definitely has insightful
1: fighting when he just brings up like, we could die. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, maybe he doesn't have the greatest wisdom, but he definitely has expertise. Listen, he definitely has expertise and insight. <laughs>
2: that's half of Marco's job of just reminding everyone, momento mori. Like, <laughs> this is, we are probably going to die at some point while doing this, so just remember that.
1: <laughs> Modern street. He just gets deeply into Persona Three's death themes. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, I posted that picture of the uh, the kids with the wild hair from the Japanese illustration, but you know, I'm just saying Marco's definitely the goth of the team. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: See, I would but expect Cassie yeah, uh...
1: would be the goth of the team.
2: <laughs> Ka- Cassie's a Cassie's a crunchy hippie. She's too. Yeah. Um... Uh. Yeah, she's. She's, yeah, I guess uh, I guess
1: her family does that at the farm, so it's like it's kind of weird. Like it'd be kind of a weird fit to be the goth who has a bunch of animals.
2: <laughs> Cassie puts like very little. It's not that she doesn't put effort into her appearance, but she doesn't put much effort because at any po- any moment, all of her clothes could be ruined by animal shit. So like, <laughs> why why would she dress all goth and stuff when she's just gonna be covered in dirt anyway? I mean, casual goth
0: is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay does, um, does
1: makeup persist sorry. while you're morphed <laughs> if clothing uh, doesn't does makeup persist
0: probably not i don't think we ever cover that
2: i feel like only if you're concentrating on it when you morph back hmm. and if it's made of natural materials <laughs> all right we should get yeah we should going. get into our
0: chapters for this week um uh when we left off our last episode jake was just running home as fast as he possibly could from the construction site and uh in my chapter seven which i will call uh the wake-up call uh he wakes up the next morning at home he has no memories of getting there he completely blacked out uh adrenaline will do that to you you better get used to it kid um <laughs> they sure don't apparent- bring up the fact that uh he definitely got a homeless man murdered
1: in any of these chapters <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, that's never going to come up again. Um... (laughs) We'll remember you, homeless guy. These kids will not. Yeah, he does call around to everyone else's houses just to make sure they got home safe. And you have to remember, this is the 90s, so he is absolutely calling their landmines and just asking their parents if they're home. Oh,
1: okay. I guess I misread (laughs) this part because, like, I I thought he was, like, physically actually calling out to them and they just all happened to have fled to his house for some reason before splitting up. (laughs) I guess I read that wrong. (laughs) Right. I'm trying. Right. I have to get in that 90s mind space of people called each other back then.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No cell phones yet.
2: <laughs> yeah, you have to know all your friends' numbers. Oh, that sounds like a nightmare.
1: <laughs> I remember what I remember one phone number besides my own. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's I'm in the same boat. Um, yeah. So the next morning, he pretty much thinks this was all a dream, despite everything, and. This, it's That's a little weird, because he says that he is, believes that it's all a dream, but then he says he gets woken up by his mom pounding on the door, so I guess he was dreaming that he thought it was a dream, I don't know. Um, so he gets woken up, because uh, Tobias is here. We don't know how early in the morning it is, but uh, yeah, uh, he's showed up, and he's super happy, bouncy, uh, he... He's got the energy of a trans girl who just bought her first skirt, honestly. It's... Yeah,
1: yep, yeah, I had the same exact notice. Devices <laughs> are <It's> very <laughs> first day in a, on a here. has <laughs> <Which laughs> yeah. realize that skirt weird. is finny.
2: He's, like, not matching the energy of anyone else in the room. No. He's very happy about all of this, and no one else is, <laughs> like... They just went through an incredibly traumatic event, and I guess, like... He feels, I don't know, it's like something's fine. gonna change for him, which is very <laughs> important for him because his life sucks. Yeah,
0: Tobias is already full up on trauma. He can't add any more, so he's just cool with it. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, it's like I kind of always just read it as well. Of like, he's like, yeah, I've never had any power, and now I do, hurry, So now I can. <laughs> Take part in the guerrilla war against an invading alien force. Oh God! <laughs> but also, again, very trained. <laughs> so, well, kid, yeah. if you, if you want the HRT, if you want the HRT prescription, you gotta enlist in the war. It's like, well, I guess. <laughs> Listen, it's the only way I can get healthcare read in this, this country. Whole book
0: during our break, and uh, it's gonna be a lot. <laughs>
1: um, I mean to be fair, we're right, like after this episode, we're already like two-thirds way done. It's a pretty—we're <laughs> uh, almost
0: halfway after this episode, actually.
1: Oh, right, there's... it's like something like twenty-three chapters, not eighteen. Yeah, there's right?
0: twenty-seven mm-hmm. chapters, and we'll be through chapter twelve. So yeah, roughly halfway minus two. <laughs> These books are so short. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, so Tobias is here to explain to Jake that he became his cat dude. Uh, it's. Very exciting to him, and he just got home and couldn't sleep, so he decided, eh, why not? Let's let's turn into an animal, since that's a power I have now. And we get a little backstory about Tobias' family. We don't get a ton of it, but uh, he doesn't know who his dad is, and his mom left several years ago, so he just kind of lives here with his uncle or with his aunt on the other coast. He's not in a good family situation and also neither of his uncle nor his aunt care about him, so like I say, a kid's full up on trauma. Um, yeah. um, He talks super excitedly about being a cat, and Jake alleges that this is a dream because I guess his go-to dealing with problems is repression. (laughs) Uh... (laughs)
1: Not, it's not healthy, Jake. <laughs> it really, really isn't. Take like it from personal um, experience. Together, you got to actually face that stuff head on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's fine. It's fine. Definitely not fine. Just because I lied to myself for five years and destroyed all emotional capacity that I had.
1: <laughs> yeah, same. It's like me trying to pretend I was in trance for like three and a half years. <laughs> <It's>
0: not great. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so he talks a lot about being able to jump three feet straight up which is pretty fantastic uh, he, he just loves having been a cat and Jake again says that this is not real because he's the boring one <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and so Tobias at this point realizes that Jake just doesn't want it to be true he's in denial here <laughs> so, mm.
2: yeah that's is... very clear
0: yeah. And so he decides that the best way to solve this problem is to turn into a cat. <laughs> and later in the series, we're going to get a lot about how horrifying morphing is and how awful it is to watch. But it, it, at this point, it's pretty normal, actually. It, it doesn't seem like it's a big deal. He's just sort of shifting into a cat, kind of like the covers of the books. <laughs> mhm.
1: Yeah, I think it's just, like, in this moment Jake is just too, like, befuddled at everything that just happened, like, 12 hours ago to really think about it, in terms of, oh, this is body <laughs> horror. <laughs> so yeah.
2: There, yeah, There is a point here, I'm not sure if you're there yet. Um, uh, it hmm?
0: Maybe, I'm just about to start chapter 8.
2: Okay, yeah, okay, cool, yeah. Sorry.
0: Okay, yeah. So chapter
2: eight. Oh wait a um, second!
1: I did have one thing I just wanted to bring up from that chapter. It, it's something. Sure. It's something you kind of like glossed over when you talk about like Tobias's little backstory, but like Jake does mention that like Tobias basically just gets shuffled off between his aunt and uncle on different coasts. So like, it's very funny how the opening blurb is always the kids saying they cannot say where they live, and then Jake reveals that they live on one of the two coasts of the U.S. Essentially, because that's how people refer to the ends of the u.s at the coasts
0: <laughs> uh yeah. we're gonna get a lot
1: of information oh on yeah that. yeah <laughs> yeah, I have, yeah. A, I have a bit here later on in one of the chapters i cover where like i'm pretty sure i know where they live actually based on Something they'd say. No, by the don't... end,
2: it's it's very clear at least what state they live in, and possibly the part of the state that they're telling. Okay,
1: I'll be very curious if what I think in my notes ends up being accurate. I don't want to be told if I'm wrong. I don't want to be told where because I want to see where that goes. But I'm pretty sure I narrowed yeah. it down to one of two states already.
0: Like, well, <laughs> honestly, we will know what city they live in by the end of this book, even though they never oh. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> these kids are very bad at being guerrilla fighters. Then. <laughs> They're like, I can't tell you who I am. I can't tell you exactly what fucking city and what fucking state I live in, so. Very much narrows down who I could possibly be.
2: They are children, and generally speaking, children are not often very good guerrilla fighters. Yeah, but yeah, but still.
1: It's just, it's very funny in contrast to the opening of the book, of just like, I can't tell you anything except I'm going to tell you everything halfway through this book.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There's uh, one of the later books, the governor of the state they live in gets kidnapped, and they just say that they're the governor of this state without, like, obfuscating it or anything. Oh, I'll be really curious if that's actually, like, if they
1: used just a real person's name considering all the other, like, proper names they've used so far. Uh, they world. did not.
0: It is a fictional okay.
1: Behavior. I would have to, Yeah, I would have to assume that they would do that because it's like, yeah, you probably can't just directly reference a real person and be like, <laughs> yeah, you got captured by
0: aliens, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... It's a lot. But yeah, so, um... The next chapter is chapter 8, which I'm going to call Thought Crimes because of something that happens in this chapter. So uh, Tobias is a cat now, and he's able to communicate with Jake. He's he's got the thought speech thing that the Endolite was doing earlier, which he was not aware of. He, I guess, didn't bother trying to talk to anyone when he was a cat before, understandably. So this is the first time he's realizing that that's possible and then we get a thing that's going to be retcon almost immediately
2: <laughs> yeah yeah that's what I was thinking about
0: yeah this is yeah so Jake thinks back towards Tobias and Tobias can hear him Jake has gained the ability to thought speak in human form this is not true for the rest of the series this will never happen again in the uh, later printings of this book it was retcon so that Tobias could not hear him but for the moment Jake has discovered a new and interesting part of the morphing power <laughs>
2: right. I didn't missed that I didn't I feel like uh th- it was supposed to be because like he was speaking to someone in morph that the person in morph could hear them. I feel like earlier toward when they were talking to Elfangor, Elf Elfangor could sense their thoughts in a certain way um if they were directed toward him. Um, that that is definitely going to be retconned. And in fact, if you read the graphic novel of this of this book, uh they do immediate they do reverse that Yeah, Uh, the uh, the graphic
0: novel uses the version from the 2011 printing that he just can't hear it.
2: (laughs) Ah, yeah,
1: yeah, because I'm I'm looking it over right now, and it's like it really is just like yeah, he's just talking to him directly, in like using his normal voice, and like Tobias is just psionically talking back.
0: Hmm. yeah it only there's one line here i wondered if tobias had heard my thought i concentrated tobias can you hear me yeah he said i hear you
1: (laughs) oh uh, wait where
2: is it
0: and then it's gone again yeah
2: (laughs) and no one ever does that again
0: nope too bad it's a useful power um <laughs> yeah that's probably why they got rid of it
2: <laughs> are, are we supposed to also
1: like assume that like if device was actually trying to project his thoughts to somebody who's not one of the kids that they would be able to hear him because that's i kind of interpreted it like he's like oh yeah no only people with the morphing ability could actually hear me similar to how Elfangor? I, I don't remember his name
0: yeah yeah i guess at this point we don't know for sure but there is an answer to that would you like me to tell you <laughs>
1: Uh if it's spoilers I guess
0: not really. <laughs> it's not exactly spoilers but it's just something we haven't covered yet so mm-hmm. up to you.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, I think that's fine then. Okay, yeah. Um
0: when do you use ThoughtSpeak speak you can direct to anyone it, like it doesn't matter. Oh, okay. I I, I, I mean I guess I guess, not, I guess so. we kind
1: of already had seen that with uh, Visor 3 last time. Cause like he just yeah, because he was just broadcasting <laughs> yeah. to everybody. Yeah, just everybody around me like, "I am definitely an alien going to do a murder."
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wonder what his radius on that is.
1: <laughs> he's got. He's got. He has. He bought uh, telepathy, and he also applied the mega scale uh, advantage onto it. At some point, I should actually uh, share with you the Hero 6th Edition books, uh, patches, so where you actually have reference.
0: <laughs> oh, no, we're I not say. doing that again. We already had that conversation. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I know, it's just that I should probably actually share that with you, so that you can I, can you maybe look over that book and get a little bit more of my Hero 6th Edition references I make. Because <laughs> I don't think anybody uh, listening to this knows that series. Like, I, I've listen, mentioned I've mentioned that at times, but I don't think anybody really knows that. Yeah. Real listen, book.
2: if you're listening... Get the books and read them because this, this podcast is not going to make any sense to you. If you don't do that. Wait, the Animorphs books
1: or Hero 6 edition? No, they, they, the, the, no, the, just the, uh, he- every book. Every, every book, book we world. mentioned. Every one.
2: Also, play every video game. <laughs> no, but
1: that would mean that if you're endorsing that, that means that they would have to read the Bad Boy Wizard books and play the Bad Boy Wizard game. No. Oh, well, uh, hmm. You can pirate those. Uh, <laughs> I, would, I would say just get them. I, 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 I've seen, ex- I, I've read exactly what happens in the Bad Boy Wizard View game and it sounds really rip- <laughs> dumb.
2: <laughs> this is this is a uh, this is a disclaimer, please do not pirate things, that is illegal.
1: In Minecraft. Wink. <laughs> <Quink>. <laughs> <laughs> I like that I'm the one that went with the different obvious way. <laughs> I'm saying in Minecraft and
0: not wink. <laughs> <laughs> I have never heard of piracy inside of Minecraft But I guess it's possible
1: <laughs> I, um, People have made working calculators in Minecraft Did somebody try hard enough? I'm sure somebody's made Doom in Minecraft at this point Considering Doom can run on everything an...
0: <laughs> I is know entire... for a fact that a Minecraft computer was built That can play Pokemon Red and Blue So almost
2: certainly can do Doom <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think there's an entire library of banned documents that, And books that someone yep, published There sure Wait, is, um, yeah the yeah. War
0: Repository, I believe it's called. <laughs> yeah.
1: oh, Wait, we are th- way off topic.
0: So, yeah, we super so, so are. So um, is that the
1: same so... book you read that taught you how to make a bomb? <laughs> hmm?
0: No. <laughs> uh, Minecraft wasn't around in the 70s when the Anarchist Cookbook was uh, published. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was
1: thinking the other yeah, book you mentioned. I thought it was like something different rather than just Minecraft. No, no, no. That's a
0: Minecraft server that <laughs> uh, houses gotcha. just as many pirated books as possible. Gotcha. <laughs> um, yeah, so Tobias suddenly stops being on their conversation and asks Jake to play with a string with him and then they just play with him like he's a cat for a while. It's kind of cute. He's very excited to play with a string and Jake finally asks what he's doing because it is a little weird to him (laughs) and Tobias admits that he doesn't really feel like himself at the moment because like he is but he's also his cat and he talks a lot about wanting to eat a mouse here, so uh, I
1: have to, foreshadowing. I
0: have to ask real quick,
1: Pat. Have you, were you just reading everything Tobias was saying in Zach Lagama's uh, cat voice for Pib from Never After, <laughs> like I was? I uh, can't say that I was, no. Uh, yeah, no, I, I definitely could not read this in any other way besides just instinctively
0: doing it in the voice that Zach uses for Pib. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Yeah, so Jake gets a little freaked out by the fact that Tobias is actually a cat and has cat instincts, and he asks his friends to stop being a cat, and Tobias accedes to this really easily, actually, compared to some of the stuff he's going to do later. But, uh, yeah, Tobias turns back into a human, and it also seems pretty okay. Like, it mentions a couple of parts of the change, but it's not described as horrifying at all. (laughs) So.
2: It also seems like mammals, in general, are a little bit easier. That's probably like they're, true. <laughs> they're closer would... to, you know, they're already closer to, to what humans are, so... Yeah, that Like, w- that turning would into sense. a cat isn't going to be as radical as turning into, like, a bird or a fly. Yeah,
1: compared to where we're going to have in a few chapters when, like, Jake describes, like, turning back from a bird to a person. That seems, like, more gnarly, mm-hmm. just in general. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah
0: yeah um so tobias is now naked because he cannot morph clothes so he just fell out of his clothes when he turned into a cat and now he has to get dressed again um and jake is basically denying this still (laughs) somehow he's just like well i can't do that don't worry about it it's fine (laughs) i definitely don't have two levels of druid though yeah so, Tobias gets mad at him and is like going on about, listen, Elfongor just died in front of us. He gave us these powers. We have to do something with them. And Jake still hesitates, but Tobias tells him that actually, Jake, you're the leader of the group by default because you're the boring one. You're <laughs> our Leonardo. So. God, he really,
1: he really is just Leonardo. He is the most boring <laughs> in <into> the turtle. <laughs> Why, not make, why did they ever make Donnie
0: be in charge? Donnie's the smart guy. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, but he okay. can't have two things. You can't be a tech and in charge.
2: But you can. Not, not to say that Jake isn't a good leader later. Right now, you, he has yeah, done nothing. essentially nothing to oh, yeah. be given the title. Like, Tobias just kind of says, you're the leader now, and I'm sitting here thinking, Why? <laughs>
1: Like You're the leader now. You got a homeless man murdered. You had the highest kill count.
0: Therefore, you're leader.
2: (laughs) (laughs) If if anything, Rachel acted more like a leader back at the construction site.
0: Well, as of this point, what's happened is that Jake volunteered himself, Marco, and Tobias to go with Rachel and Cassie through the construction site. That was his idea. And then uh, he yelled at all of them to run. (laughs) And that's... (laughs) that's what he's done i I got them into
1: this situation and then i told them the very obvious thing of not dying so therefore i lead her.
0: (laughs) oh and also marco had to stop him from hitting viscer three with a lead pipe
2: (laughs) meanwhile rachel was like taking emotional control over this situation and keeping everyone sort of stable um, which is like weird because that's not really what rachel does later
0: (laughs) no it super isn't (laughs)
1: Yeah, it's like, uh, it, it's like, just based on what the kids have done so far, it's like, yeah, it's obviously either Rachel or Tobias would be leader. Just because, like, Rachel actually is the mature one, it seems, and Tobias is the one who's actually, like, we have to use these for good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Tobias basically just bludgeons Jake over the head with this. I'm going to read this paragraph <laughs> because. <laughs> Yes, Jake, you are our leader. You are the one who can bring us all together and help us defeat the controllers. We have the ability to be much more than we are, to have the stealth of a cat and the eyes of eagles and the smell of a dog and the speed of a horse or a cheetah, and we need it all if we have any hope of holding out against the controllers. But again, you're just beating him over the head with, you're the leader, deal with it. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, Jake agrees to this, I guess... I don't think he's actually accepting the leader position, but he is, like, finally accepting the reality that, oh no, I can turn into stuff. And he says that he's gonna go find his dog, and that's the end of my chapter.
2: (laughs) Yep. Uh, Also, I just want to say that Jake at one point does compare leading a paramilitary group to a trip to the dentist. (laughs) So I'm not sure they really have the perspective (laughs) they need for this particular task.
0: Uh, Not yet. They're they're like, (laughs) well...
1: They have no basis for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's something that I remember bringing up and I'm going to compare it to like when we first started watching Shira Patch of just being like, "I don't know how these kids get from point A to point B." <laughs> Of, like, I don't know how Catherine and Dora go from trying to murder each other to being girlfriends, and it's, like, obviously, <laughs> at, at this point when we only have one more episode of that to do, it's, like, yeah, it's obvious yeah. now. Yeah. But it's, like, oh, these kids have, like, 50-something fucking books to go from idiot children to doing a war, I guess.
2: <laughs> yeah, to... Oh, I'm not gonna yeah. say, Yeah. but... <laughs> To actively uh,
0: committing some pretty heinous war crimes is what I will say. I
1: have, I have, I have heard, that, I have heard that there are things. <laughs> I just don't know specifics. <laughs> uh, well, I know, um, I know one specific from. I assume the last book involving one of the kids. Yeah,
2: Vivian, what did you call Chapter
1: 9? Uh, I, I went with uh, a Shrieking Shag reference by calling Chapter 9 Dog Brain. <laughs> uh, That's a good name. Yeah, well, I mean, I wrote it in there when I was talking about how he like has to like try to ward off the dog, the dog thoughts. And I was like, oh, this is just the, this is just the serious dog brain stuff <laughs> that they brought up. So yeah, uh, Chapter 9 has to be teaching Jake that if you, that you have to want to morph to actually do so instead of just expecting it to happen. And when he does envision himself becoming his dog, Tobias remarks that Homer is in a trance like his cat Dude was. Well, I guess I guess that's just like you're copying the DNA, so it just, like, mellows out the animal, I guess. It's also a very much.
2: important later when, like, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, acquiring things like fucking tigers. Yeah, I was about to say. don't want to, the tiger to not about, to be in a trance. Yeah, because, like, <laughs>
1: like, when they mentioned, like, any animal you touch, like, before they brought up this, I was like, do you just have to basically just, like, tap it once? And it's like, okay, no, you actually have to have, like, a more, like... A couple seconds and it's like okay this is this trance thing at least explains that so you're not getting your arm yeah. ripped off by an alligator i guess <laughs> yeah. we're mauled think... by a, t- a lion
0: <laughs> i'm pretty sure it's later in this book that it's defines that the trance lasts as long as you are acquiring it and then for a few seconds afterwards so you could just hold on to the tiger for like an hour if you wanted to. <laughs>
1: Uh, I mean, hey, I mean, considering how much those big cats look like, they really are just big cats and just want to play. It's like, oh, uh, if that means, if that means that I would actually be a pet, uh, one of those big cats, and it's like, yeah, I, I, I would do a war, I guess, against aliens.
0: <laughs> I know, right? Totally yeah. worth it.
1: Yeah,
2: I would do a war to pet a tiger. <laughs> exactly. Uh,
1: if if we were actually naming these episodes, it would definitely be. I would I would do a war to pet a tiger. <laughs> uh, yeah so anyway uh they go and put homer which i don't think any of us brought up that's the dog's name yeah uh outside so yeah, that almost pre-
0: certainly a simpsons reference given I, the yeah
1: i was, I was pretty sure it was supposed to be simpsons <laughs> yeah like i was trying to think if there was a re- like a reference behind dude's name but it's like eh, it's kids it's just being it's a
0: cat named dude <laughs> i don't think it's referenced you know, to- now that i think about it i'm actually kind of surprised tobias has a cat considering his family situation and that he's bounced back and yeah, forth between would, the that, all that the time. Yeah,
1: that would be really stressful on the cat. Like, it's, it's obviously sure. it's stressful on the kid also, but it's like, the, you know, pets don't like traveling a lot.
2: Like, My childhood best friend had a golden retriever named Homer. Did not read <laughs> Animorphs. It was just a weird coincidence. Huh. Oh, it's,
1: <laughs> oh I think I missed that. Is Homer actually described as a golden retriever in the book? I believe yeah, so. sure is. Huh. Weird. <laughs> Okay, well, whatever. But yeah. Homer
2: smelled terrible. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, but yeah, they, they go ahead and put him outside so he doesn't freak out like dude was when uh, Tobias was turning into him. Uh, and then he jokingly just barks, being like, "Ah, oh, it didn't work or whatever, only to see that his hand is actually starting to cover, being covered in fur, which, of course, makes you think of that jerking off episode of American Dad. <laughs> I don't know why I thought of that. <laughs> It's like it's a, Yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> it's it's a stu- it's like in season one, it's like a PSA that like uh it's like a stupid video where it's like, Oh, if you if you do that your hand's gonna grow hair all over it or whatever. <laughs> Don't know why. I never watched any American Dad besides like a few of those episodes way back in it, and it ends like this sucks, this is just Family Guy <laughs> again. <laughs>
2: Can, can i say mm-hmm. the whole uh description of it doesn't hurt but it feels like it should hurt yeah uh, that's, to me even worse yeah <laughs> like, like, he, that's, like... Why, that's why i actually hate dentists is because like the numbness is yeah, actually yeah
1: he, he fully worse describes... than pain yeah he sense. he fully describes it as like yeah when I mean, you have the novocaine and it's like you you know it should be hurting but it doesn't and it's like
0: oh <laughs> oh boy mm. i can't relate i'm sorry <laughs> Every time I've been to the dentist, they failed to sufficiently numb me. I felt everything they ever did in my mouth.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's the worst. That that happened to me only once when I had my first root canal, and that was like that was when it was like it was one of those that's bad enough that they had to like fully like kill the nerves to like get the mold of Mm -hmm. and everything, and it's like ugh, that was Mm -hmm. was agony. Well, I mean, they tried and they just fucked up and Novocaine for some reason.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah the doctor refused to believe me when I said I still had sensation in my mouth oh cool (laughs) he said I've given you twice the normal dose so far there's no way you still feel things and then just went to town (laughs) Uh,
1: but anyway uh, Tobias urges him to keep going eventually guilting him over the prospect of the human race becoming fully enslaved to the Yerks so cool (laughs) good motivation Tobias Uh, and Jake explains the mournfing process he's grabbing it that's a bit weird but not painful again as we mentioned But also that it turns out it's exciting when he fully does it. Uh, And then he also experiences the same half-human, half-animal brain that Tobias had as a cat, being distracted by very smalls and the presence of a dog in the yard, which he barks at (laughs) through the window until Tobias helps him realize that he's barking at his own dog. (laughs) It's gotta be existentially horrifying for a dog if Homer is looking at him. (laughs) being like,
2: Yeah, Yeah, that, that is why they put Homer outside. Tobias mentions that dude, his cat freaked the fuck out yeah it's turned into him in front of him okay it's like it
1: yeah it makes sense but also it's like pets are i don't think pets are like that sentient that they would realize that something's going on like that
2: i don't know like what if your cat just started turning into you i think you'd be freaked out too (laughs) yeah Yeah, uh, fair
1: i think it works that way more than the cat being freaked out if a person's turning into the cat just because like it's a cat cats don't really have any sense of self as much as people do (laughs)
2: <laughs> well, I feel like, I feel like there's also the matter of, like, that cat smells like you, which is weird, uh, because what's yeah, that mean, I, guess, right? I guess, yeah, <laughs> that like... would probably
1: be more what's going on of, like, wait, that's me, what? <laughs> yeah.
0: I do want to bring something up real quick while we're here, because you did kind of skip past it, but... Mm-hmm. So, as a dog, Jake can smell stuff on Tobias. Like, he Mm -hmm. can smell that Tobias walked past another yard where there was a dog. And from that, he knows the next-door neighbor's dog, Streak. I I am assuming he already knew this name and didn't get this through smell somehow. Yeah. But he also mentions that he can smell that this other dog is neutered like me. And that's not true, because DNA fixes that, so...
2: (laughs) But but maybe (laughs) Jake Brain knows that that... Uh, maybe Jake Brain knows that Homer is neuter doesn't know because he's he failed biology <laughs> <laughs> he is not. Um, there's also another part that another part that's important in chapter nine which is when Tom comes into the room uh, you know drawn up by uh, Jake's barking and uh, Jake notices that there's a dangerous smell about him. Which mm-hmm. makes me think, um, hmm, you know, why, like, if, if, cause Tom is obviously a controller, we know that. No, nah, um, now you feel like that's jumping to conclusions. Well, yeah, um, it'll be clear by the end of these chapters, um, but, Spoilers. <laughs> can huh. dogs smell controllers? Apparently. Apparently. Do they ever use that in no, the future? No, they definitely no. do not, No. <laughs> i guess like uh it's something
1: that you could at least maybe extrapolate that like i mean he does also think about like the that one person who was laughing the previous night when he sees his brother so it's like i think it's like more like oh that's how i could tell that he was a controller and not the fact that i can apparently smell a brain slug
2: (laughs) at the end of chapter nine tobias scratches behind jake's ears and i think that's weird yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's like again, it's like your your friend can't really consent here necessarily. I guess he could if he like actually asked and like he could like thought back at him being like yeah, sure. I, uh, but also, it's Jay, weird. Jake could
2: t- Jake could tell Tobias stop it. Yeah, if, if, if Jake wanted to. Um, <laughs> I just think wanna... it's weird to scratch another human being behind <laughs> the ears, even if that human being is currently in a dog body. I think that's weird. <laughs> yeah. You're not
0: wrong. Um,
2: Unless you're into that. Which, like, fine. But... Like,
0: in the future, once they've done this stuff more and Jake knows what he does and does not feel okay with as an animal, yeah, okay, but today, the first time he's ever been a dog, it's just...
2: (laughs) Yeah.
1: But he's gotta reassure him that he's a good boy. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, t- uh, Tom is an asshole. To be fair, he does just call it the dog bad just for barking. It's like it's a dog;
0: dogs are gonna bark. Let's. <laughs> it's also let's possible be- that this is the first time Jake has ever gotten in trouble, considering how boring he is. Oh. <laughs> I, I believe that.
2: Jake. Jake also wants to be a good boy. That <laughs> I. I would believe that. J- Jake. <laughs> the dog t- does, and Jake does. So together, they're like. It's synergizing, you know. <laughs>
1: it's it's, uh, it's one of those like set bonuses when you have all the armor of the same kind in like Diablo or whatever. <laughs> yes, it's like human desire to be good boy, dog desire to be good boy. It's it's a multiplier. It's stacking.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, there is a thing in this scene that isn't mentioned in this book, but is in the graphic novel. So, Jake just turns into his dog while he's wearing clothes, and when Tobias turns into a cat, he shrinks out of his clothes. But Jake doesn't so uh, So he's just
2: wearing like i, yeah. I think he, yeah, he's just wearing pants he's wearing dog pants
0: in the graphic novel he's just a dog wearing a t-shirt and tom comments on that <laughs> and that's uh, uh, okay. the excuse I, for why jake isn't here in the room right now is because he went to find more clothes to put on the dog <laughs> <laughs>
1: i was about to, in uh, the book it's just
0: not mentioned at all when
1: you, you said he was wearing pants i was about to do the whole with the dog wear pants like this or this thing <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh, I, uh, Tobias has to go find another pair of pants this way the dog can wear pants on both legs <laughs> or all legs. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's also like I guess it is a case of like, yeah, I guess when Tobias would shrink down to a cat, he would just like fall out of his clothes, but like does Jake just Hulk out of his? <laughs> like,
2: I... I I feel like Jake gets slightly smaller, but not small enough yeah. to drop the clothes, and so he's still wearing pants just loosely. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, a golden retriever's waist is definitely way smaller than a human child's, so. Yeah. <laughs> the that's pants true. are surely going to fall off, but.
2: Yeah. Also, I got to say that middle schoolers, and I think these kids are middle school, they just have an incredibly wide variety of sizes that they can be. Some this is middle true. schoolers look like fifth graders, and some look like high schoolers. It's crazy. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep.
1: I'm 35, and I still look like I'm like 19. <laughs> <laughs> I am baby. <Yeah.
0: laughs>
1: Whew. Yeah, we should probably uh, carry on with the next chapter, huh? Yeah, fair. All yeah, yep. uh, right, so chapter 10, which I'm going to call Don't Trust Cops, because I also have forgotten to come up with a name for this one. But, <laughs> uh, Jake calls everyone to meet at Cassie's farm, as his brother comes in to talk to him. Uh, Jake considers telling his brother about the Indolites in Yorks, but reconsiders considers it as he dwells on them going distant over last year, with his brother being busy, with definitely not a cult called The Sharing. Which, as Pat told me yesterday, is a real thing. There was there, because like, the sharing
0: like... specifically is not a real thing, but things very like it. Are. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> I thought I, based on
0: what you said that the sharing was
1: actually a real actual place or real. No, no, no. Group. The
0: sharing is like a style parody of the the navigators gotcha. or the Indian yeah. guides or okay. any of a dozen. Yeah, other... because again, if you
1: had like a air quotes support group called the sharing in the real world, everybody would just go, "Yeah, that's a cult." <laughs> 100%. Yeah, well,
2: I mean, the Listen, sharing is definitely a cult. I feel like what K.A. Applegate is trying to do here, I don't want to put words in, in her mouth, but I feel like she's trying to draw a comparison between those particular groups and cults. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying, like, one of the real-world ones is called the Service Organization. That's a cult. <laughs> yeah, that's,
1: yeah. To, to be fair, a lot of those cult, uh, groups from, like, the 90s had very cult names. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I and mean, you told me about gems and it's like, oh God <laughs> Yeah. hmm Yeah. <laughs> it, what was it? What was that acronym again? Like girls Girls ca-
0: everywhere meeting the savior. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's definitely drink the punch, we'll see you on the other side. <laughs> uh-huh, that's yeah. how we meet the savior, yeah. Uh jeez. Yeah. But uh he can said,
2: savior in this case being the brain sludge. <laughs> brain sludge is gonna solve all your problems
1: yeah just have no no thought empty like head empty no thought only brain slug let brain, <laughs> red, don't worry about blank let brain slug worry about blank <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, the kind of quote to <laughs> yeah uh but yeah uh, uh instead jake tells his brother that he didn't make the basketball team which tom just does not give a fuck about calling it just sports and that he'd actually quit the team himself a few days ago jake freaks out about this i thought like a previous chapter like jake had said that his brother left the team like last year or did i read something wrong
0: uh well it's because jake's brother graduated to the high school team last oh
1: year. that right that's mm. right again two weeks since last time so i was like yeah. remembering that yeah yeah right that's why he's not on that team he quit the other team gotcha
0: okay yeah, yeah he, he's just not a middle schooler anymore right
1: okay uh, and then Tom goes and tries to convince Jake to join his death cult before Jake attends his chores, and then after he's done with all that, he heads off to the farm, which is actually more of an animal rehabilitation center, as he calls it, because like he's basically like, yeah, they also basically just have like a, like pretty much taken anything besides like actual like pet animals
2: to
0: help them back into the wild and stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, it is... It's an animal hospital, yeah, so... <laughs> yeah.
2: Which is really convenient for one of the kids to just kind of have access to. Yeah! Like, they really picked the right group. Yeah. <laughs> it's like,
1: oh, like, it's just, like, you get, like, it's like the group is like, oh, here's, like, the, the, the DM's new idea for a campaign, and it's like, oh, well, in my character's backstory, I have access to a bunch
0: of animals. <laughs> Co- yeah. Coincidence. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, Cassie's parents are both veterinarians, so... So not only do they work at this hospital but they have access to animals all over the city so yeah uh,
1: But yeah at that point jake's monologue basically narrows down where the kids live because <laughs> uh he says that cassie's mom works for the gardens as their vet at their wildlife park and i believe that he means bush gardens and just for some reason can't say bush gardens for legal reasons i guess in this which, I mean
0: you got it in one, but they can't say bush gardens yeah. because it's a secret.
1: Yeah. But that just fully <laughs> means they would live in Florida and Virginia, and I'm gonna say they probably just live in Virginia. I feel like these kids would not live in Florida.
2: <laughs> I don't nope. think it's bush gardens because of reasons. <laughs> because because of where they say should I say this? I mean no. I guess, sure. Where they say that the ocean, like, geographically is compared to their city later? Um,
0: yeah. I guess? I don't know.
2: I don't know. It's Whatever. just
0: that... So, it's not in operation by the 90s, but there was a bush Gardens in California, is the thing.
2: Uh-huh,
1: uh-huh. So. Huh. Yeah. Oh, okay, Maybe, yeah. I, that sounds familiar now, but, like, I looked it up, uh, and they're, they only list, like, the Florida and Virginia ones now.
2: What I'm saying is that the sea is to the west of them. Okay. That's very clear. Okay, so, so they live in California yeah. then. <laughs>
1: okay. Well it's like hey I'm I, sorry. I, hey, I was fifty fifty on that. I at least narrowed down that it was bush gardens. Yeah. So I just didn't remember at the time that there was a bush gardens in California at the time.
2: <laughs> we we know that there's sea to the west of them mountain sea to the west of them mountains to the east. Okay. So,
1: that yeah, narrows I mean, it down yeah. pretty well, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, hey, to be fair, like, them living in California, it seems like it just makes more sense with the setting rather than Florida-Virginia. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, like, why the fuck agree, would yes. you
2: land in Florida as aliens? Yeah, like, yeah, it's, seriously. Like,
1: it's like, every, like, alien or superhero story <laughs> takes place in, like, New
0: York or California. <laughs> it's like yeah. it's one of the two it's not fair houston has one superhero
2: <laughs> and if it was new york it'd be super fucking obvious that it was new york yeah yeah
1: they would be calling every they would be referring to stuff as like the the apple or like uh the gar- i guess that would be a different garden but he says the garden well, and, so and
2: also they'd be going to bodegos all the time and we talking about the Mets and the the yorks would not have to work very hard to blend in cuz no one would pay attention to them
0: yeah and there would be abandoned construction sites like every block <laughs> yeah <laughs> they'd also only
1: have access to like three different kinds of animals cats dogs and pigeons <laughs> like we're going
2: to go home via the via the uh, the abandoned construction site and it's like oh which one the one on 4th and the one on 5th <laughs> <one> on 4th <laughs> yeah the,
0: the only real issue with cuz like I'm just gonna say it, they live in LA. But the only issue with that is that uh, the one, the Bush Gardens in LA closed in '79. So either this story happens earlier than we're expecting, or in this world, Bush Gardens just stayed open longer.
2: <laughs> uh, I mean, hey, or it's just like people. a different, I don't know, thing. But That's uh, possible, like, yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, apparently there was also a bush gardens in Texas at the time, but that was only nine, that was apparently for 1971 to 1973.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that they don't live in Texas. <laughs> I guess they could hypothetically if they lived down the south. No, the- it
2: would make me it makes no sense. There's there's both mountains and ocean within flying <laughs> distance of them. There, that's not possible in Texas. Wait
1: a sec. The the Bush Gardens in Van Nuys. I, I'm sorry, I mispronounced. Van that, nice, yeah. In L.A. was only from 1964
0: to 1979. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is in like the 90s. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what uh, I'm saying. Yeah. That's, that's the uh, big problem with the setting. Uh, I now, think, with that said, the mm-hmm. Yorks did land in 69, so it's possible that nice. this is in the 70s. Nice.
2: <laughs> I think the real reason that, uh, according to the wiki, it is in the 90s, but I'm cheating there. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the real reason, of course, I think we can all agree that we have the gardens is that we need them for the plus. Yes, exactly. Yeah,
1: to have access to more animals. <laughs> Maybe in yeah. this alternate continuity where the yorks landed in 1969, maybe they intentionally kept Busch Gardens open
0: for reasons.
2: <laughs> I mean, honestly, I it know. could
0: just be the LA Zoo.
2: <laughs> yeah, but he, with roller coasters. Yeah, but yeah. I think
1: I think, but I feel like the fact that again he calls it the Gardens just makes it seem very obvious, supposed to be Gardens. Like he doesn't just say that she works for a zoo in part of an amusement park.
0: I'm just saying that the LA Zoo is, like, not even two miles from Universal Studios Hollywood, so...
1: Yeah, but they wouldn't consider those, like, two... part of the same thing. It's not like how, like, you have, like, the various, like, Islands of Adventure, whatever, in Universal, where it's, like, they're all right there.
2: Bush Gardens didn't happen in the 90s, but you know what else didn't happen in the 90s? Alien brain slugs. So, like, (laughs) that we know of.
1: (laughs) we don't know <laughs>
0: but yeah whatever We're... apparently there's also two falconry businesses really close to each other <laughs> this
1: whole podcast is just going to be us looking at LA and being like what that sources of animals are around there <laughs> that would have uh-huh. existed 30 years ago
2: <laughs> well it doesn't have to be
1: <laughs> I feel like it might though <laughs> just, just in proximity <laughs> and curiosity to us. but yeah whatever uh-huh. again Jake being a dummy and saying, yeah, we live here. <laughs> yeah. Good job. Very material mm-hmm. for a leader. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but anyway, Uri Tool goes and shows them a newspaper article about how cops are apparently looking for kids who they claim set up fireworks at the construction site, which leads them to realize both that the cops are being controlled and also that they're just fully providing a cover story for the fact that other people saw the spaceships yesterday. <laughs> they're like, you <"Yeah, laughs> know, those fireworks, people are higher or whatever they're they're seeing things <laughs> uh yeah. and at that marco tries to get everyone on his side of doing nothing about the yerks because uh, as it turns out his mom had drowned two years prior and he's dwelling on what his dad would do if he got killed fighting aliens which again is like fair it's like the first time that marco actually like being like let's fucking not is like the first time it makes sense compared to mm-hmm. him beforehand just being like i don't want this <laughs> Like, Mar-
2: Marco is a very logical person. He has good reasons for yeah. thinking everything he thinks. Yeah. He's making decisions rationally. It's just that his life situation is such that um he has different priorities. Yeah. Well,
1: his, his priority is fair, not his but... priority is not sending his dad even into even more of a depression. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. I just feel like that that's absolutely true what you're saying. But also, it's not that weird for him to not want to be involved in this. Like, also fair. Like, yeah, they saw a guy get eaten yeah. alive yesterday. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Like it's like and yeah, that was, like, like a trained warrior. <laughs> a, a, well, I mean, they called Prince, but like also, like as you said, Prince is not he's not like next in line for whatever throne or whatever in their culture. Yeah. So, yeah they sure did they are definitely also not acknowledging like uh guys yeah we definitely saw a person be murdered yesterday huh <laughs> mm-hmm. just uh, I- ignore that be bird bird is good <laughs> uh <laughs> but yeah but uh, at that point Cassie eventually arrives at them as a horse showing out that she can at least morph some clothing baloney like skin tight or uh, aerobic outfits and stuff like that and that she can also stay mid-morphed in between horse and person so like, I I know that yeah. I know it's not meant to be centaur, but I also can't help but think of her as a centaur during this.
2: And can I just say? Can I just say? Thank God she can morph clothes. Yeah. Like, ah, yeah. Really. Oh, thank. Thank all of the gods as bad as possible. It's like it's,
1: it's awkward enough that already with having it be confirmed that like Tobias can't, but it's like yeah, at the least they were like yeah, let's maybe not have the like thirteen year old girl be naked in front of these boys.
0: <laughs> yeah, honestly, like Andalites don't wear clothes, so this is extremely fortunate for these kids. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yep.
1: But anyway, at that point, cops arrive. <laughs> That's <the> chapter.
2: <laughs> yeah. So the cops arrive um Cassie hurries to DeMorph and the kids do this well, comical well. thing uh, where what, they hmm? what's, That's what's the chapter title yeah <laughs> oh sorry cha- I I have called this uh hello uh, no uh, I have called these how do you do fellow kids <laughs> <laughs> um, the cops yeah. uh approach uh, I'm sorry, I forgot about that. Cassie hurries to demorph. They do this comical thing where they stand in front of her and they're like, "Oh, I hope that she demorphs in time. And then they step away and, oh, look, she's Cassie again, but she's wearing skin-tight clothing for some reason. And the shoes. Does not, no shoes. No yeah. shoes. The policeman does not comment yeah, on that. Yeah, sure does Which is interesting. <laughs> um, so Agent Smith here is way <laughs> too interested in a few teens with fireworks and is apparently driving all around the city trying to find them. Uh, The cop notes the family resemblance between Jake and Tom, who's a fellow totally not a cult member in the sharing. Uh, The Yerks are really bad at selling this stuff, by the way. They're like, oh, you should come to this thing. It's so cool. We do great stuff.
0: Yeah, it's, it's like
2: the same sort of spiel And they're they're terrible salespeople When Tom oh. was
0: talking about it earlier His thing was, we do cooler stuff in the sharing No explanation yeah. And yeah. this yeah, cop exactly. is just like, we do fun stuff in the sharing No explanation <laughs> What? How have they not been investigated By this point?
2: Exactly <laughs> you're, um... you're, really, you're,
1: you're really selling me on joining the death cult here Cop <laughs> uh, Sounds great Where do I sign up?
2: <laughs> yeah, it, it says Wait step aside all of you he ordered we, re- we did revealing cassie fully human the policeman looked puzzled but then he shrugged oh well <laughs> like... <laughs>
1: well can't be these kids nah yeah this one's um, this one's wearing gym clothes for some reason but can't possibly be these kids
0: <laughs>
2: yep uh so later on they meet up after the cop leaves um rachel demands secrecy uh cassie Reveals like we're, we realize, we revealed that Cassie loves morphing too much uh, for her own good. Um, they convene about the situation, decide what to do. Uh, the kids are divided. Marcos firmly against. Rachel suggests telling adults, uh, which is not the Rachel we see later. <laughs> um, Tobias points out that they can't trust anyone at all. That there's no adult they could go to. That we, there sure isn't a controller
1: this is why tobias should be the real leader because he's sensible <laughs>
2: cassie <laughs> wants the, the team to become like the, the captain planet team and then like <laughs> save save the environment and shit oh yeah um jake is torn so rachel suggests a vote marco votes no tobias votes yes rachel votes yes cassie votes on waiting and jake votes on waiting so it's split um,
1: these two centrists being like, I vote, I abstain yeah.
0: <laughs> um, the I do first... want to mention before we get too far Cassie does yep. say that she tried to morph with a coat on so I guess we're just never going to explain why this coat got exploded by a horse to her parents
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, I guess that... they hide it or something that's one of the things I, I
0: always think about in media of like,
1: oh, you never explain what happened to you like, it's like Luce never explaining mm-hmm. to her mom what happened to her cat hoodie <laughs>
2: A badger tore it up while hoodie. she was trying to give it the suppository <laughs> um, uh, There's the first bit of warmth we see between Tobias and Rachel Because they agree on something And we'll see a lot of that in the future I think that their their whole deal is, is one of the best parts of this series Oh, for sure um, At this point, the kids fought part ways um, We have a scene where Tom very transparently presses Jake and Marco for more information on the construction site which is kind of why I called this chapter How Do You Do, Fellow Kids? <laughs> because it's very obvious. Yeah, it... And immediately after Marco says, Hey dude, your, your brother's obviously controller. You realize that, right? Like... And then we open with chapter 12 as jake punches marco in the head for saying that his brother is a controller it's been like pretty
1: obvious since like chapter five that his brother is a controller because like even then yeah. he was like there's a very familiar like human laugh here uh oh, weird yeah just yeah. happens oh, you yeah. yeah. earlier mention that i have grown distant to my brother hmm wonder where I mean, that's going I, on.
0: I do want to say about this scene tom <laughs> tries to give jake and marco the cell in the sharing again and he's even worse at it this time because yeah. when marco asks why why we should join, Tom just leaves.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, the irks can't think, uh, think to come up with a better sales pitch than, you should join, we do fun stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, but like, he doesn't even try
1: that they're, here. <laughs> they're like a shitty logic bot that is like, you should do this, it's like, why does not compute, not program answer. <laughs> yeah, Self-destruct <totally>. sequence initiated.
2: <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, he is is like, why should we join? Tom just grinned. I gotta go, he said, and gave (laughs) me a playful punch on the shoulder. Catch you guys later, and don't forget, let me know if you hear anything about those kids at the construction site.
1: (laughs) In the Red Legend of Zelda text.
2: (laughs) For, essentially, a species that's perfectly built to infiltrate things. The Yerks are very bad at being infiltrators. <laughs>
1: sometimes you just roll a nat one on your persuasion, and it becomes very yeah. obvious. <laughs> also, also like, why would they? Why would they not just have like some Yerks just like hanging out in like his pocket, and then just have Tom just like grapple these kids and force them down, <laughs> and then just force their brains lugging them? That would get the job done. I think the because they
2: done. need to. I think because they need to be in liquid. Yep. Or yeah. it will dry out.
1: Um, so so he has to so carry one of those little bags that you put like the the goldfish in that you win at the carnival and just have yeah. just, just have brain fog in it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um... You think they they would have like a better, a more efficient system than just literally taking people? down? Yeah, I don't know. We'll get to that. I later. I don't
0: know because it takes multiple seconds for the York to get into your ear while you're screaming and making noise the whole time. Like
2: that's fair. Yeah, and there's
0: two kids here, especially mm-hmm. so.
2: That that's a yeah. Good. I, I could
0: see trying to do that while Jake was asleep, but right here and now, this would be a terrible idea.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so chapter 12, which I've called Tobias Moves the Story Along, um, <laughs> starts with Jake punching Marco in the head. Uh, Marco at- manages to tangle Jink up in the bedspread, um, which is like, you know, later on Marco will solve problems with Braun. Once he gets access to Braun, he doesn't really <laughs> have it right now, so he has to solve him with God. Yeah, he only has one um,
1: dot in Brawl. He needs to put a few more in there. Plus strength.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I think actually this is the point where Jake smells Tom. Well, he had the smell
0: earlier, and now he's having a flashback since Marco pointed it out.
2: That's right. That's right. Yeah, and we learn. Yeah, dogs can smell controllers. Let's never use this again. Yep. Um,
0: it's the powered dog brain. (laughs)
2: Yeah, Jake is still in denial. Um, so he just refuses to believe at all that that Tom is a controller. Um. Tobias shows up as a hawk. Uh, Marco's like, oh, hey, I thought we agreed not to do anything. And then Tobias is like, I don't fucking agree to anything. Shut up. Yeah, they also um,
0: never agreed not to morph. They just agreed not to fight yeah. nobody.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Marco tells Tobias not to stay in morph for too long. We get some foreshadowing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's bird very heavy-handed. are <laughs> considerably more squicky. Yeah. Uh, in this case, we, we see... Um, yeah, halfway through the process of changing, Tobias was a lump. Uh, was a lump, half pink, half brown, with feather-like patterns still visible on his neck, and ba- his neck, his back and chest. His face was small and mostly human, except that he had still had those sharp, alert hawk eyes. Two tiny, shriveled arms protruded in the front of his chest, with fingers like a baby's. And <laughs> the two I, right hands. I I did I did like the illustration of this in the graphic novel yeah, because it's... it looks very much like I feel when I wake up too early in the morning. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I do want to say um, just before we go too far. Even at this point, Tobias doesn't want to unmorph. Like, yeah, you mentioned the mm-hmm. foreshadowing there, but even when they're saying to his face, "You shouldn't be this for too long," he's going, "But I like wearing my binder. I can't."
1: Yeah, like Tobias is like, but I just I need to wear the breast forms. Yeah, <laughs> I,
2: I I do feel like there's a little bit of. It doesn't like right now the 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 trans metaphor makes makes a lot of sense i feel like tobias's attitude toward being stuck as a hawk later kind of but again like tobias might very well be more of a non-binary um reference And, and i think i think later on a lot of uh tobias's story arc is about finding balance between, That's
0: extremely true. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like just finding a, a level of balance between the denders. You know, it's 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 the, it's the Hegelian dialectic. <laughs> to, it's 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 finding synthesis between the the, the two opposites, um, which I feel like is is is. I mean, you would be able to you be able to speak to this much more than I. I patch probably you was well Vivian, well. but um, yeah.
0: I mean, I couldn't use fancy words like the Hegelian dialect, but yeah, yeah this is, is extremely a non-binary story as it goes on. It's yeah, just that yeah. as he's presented here, it seems very like one or the other, mm-hmm. but I, I yeah, can't no. say I had any experiences like he has at the time. I mean, I never was reluctant to quote unquote change back. It's just I had to find a spot in between that worked.
2: (laughs) I'm sorry for putting some $10 words in your podcast. No, it's okay. We needed a smart (laughs) person.
0: You should listen to Um, our other show. It's just all farts and boobs the whole time.
2: (laughs) Listen, I can be stupid sometimes. It's fine. Um, So, let's see. Where was I? Uh, Yeah, Tobias knows what thermals are, which is neat. I guess he reads. Um, He's he's played Breath of the
1: Wild like two decades earlier than uh, than it was released. (laughs) you i know you can shoot the fire arrow at the ground and then use that updraft
2: <laughs> yeah he he mentions like there are updrafts especially near concrete like near the mall um which they'll use a lot later anytime they morph birds later in the series it's all thermal, thermal 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 i found a thermal this thermal they will never the shut up about <laughs> they'll never shut up about thermals <laughs> um
1: Meanwhile, I just, Margo, I just can't uh, so, help but think about the thermal visor because I've been playing the Method Prime remake.
2: <laughs> Marco has to tell... Uh, so uh, Tobias mentions the hawk's wing was broken. Jake is like, well, why isn't your wing broken then? And Marco has to tell Jake not stopping so Lamarkian. Like, <laughs> no, tailless mouse will not give birth to tailless mice. Um, so then we learn injuries don't affect morphs, which is very great because that means if you get injured in a morph, you're not going to morph back into an injured animal or into an injured human. Oh, okay, um, that, Very
0: good point. That also asks yeah. a lot of questions about the first set of chapters we started. <laughs> because... Yes, it
2: does. Again. <laughs> yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Elfangor yeah. yeah. got shot. He could have just morphed out of it, but no.
2: <laughs> so he could, if he wasn't so that's the thing. You never, in Visser 3 as Visitor 3, you never want to eat an Elfangor alive because if you do the Elfangor could morph back into Elfangor and then into something bigger and make your stomach explode.
1: <laughs> Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, the whole, like, uh, Ant-Man can kill Thanos by going in his butt thing.
0: (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) But even ignoring that part, Elfangor got blown up on his ship, whatever, so he's hurt. He staggers (laughs) out of his ship. At no point does he ever try to morph to heal himself.
2: That's true. Yeah, he does not. Um, He just
0: accepts that he's going to die here.
1: (laughs) You you gotta uh, go ahead and go into, like, uh, polymorph form to get more hit points. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's just not.
2: Well, he had to die for the plot. So yeah, you know.
0: I
1: don't know. If only um, he was only one level away from being able to cast shape change, I would have saved them. <laughs> then and then, then we, he could just become a dragon. The,
2: <laughs> and then we get to the part that I named this chapter after, which is that Tobias has been doing recon. He knows about York pools. Uh, he knows that Yorks have to return to a uh, pool and soak up something called Kendrona um, every three days. And he's been trying to find the location. He got that information from Elfangor, who is just really killing it with the exposition. you know. Because <laughs> um, Tobias stayed back for a little bit and got all this information beamed into his brain with, yeah, he... with alien telepathy. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: Even post-mortem, Elfangor will not stop telling them things. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, Tobias wants to blow the pool up and they find it. He's hell-bent on fighting. Uh, and just really wants to kill some shit. So <laughs> hell yeah, Tobias. <it's> <laughs> yeah, that's where we end chapter twelve, uh, moving into presumably uh, the actual plot. They have to find the pool first, of course. Yeah, usually, I, but, I, like just based
1: yeah. on like chapter twelve talking about that, I assume the rest of this book is finding it and d- somehow destroying the first one of those or whatever. <laughs> um.
2: Mm-hmm. It's well, a little bit you know. less of a Star Wars Episode Four than you would think it would be. Oh, okay. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's very... It's a lot. I will say... There's a pretty well-established thing by now that when someone who's been bullied all their life gets power, they tend to become bullies themselves, and that's kind of what I'm feeling from Tobias here. It's just really lucky that, oops, there's actual evil people here for him to bully. Yeah, like, it's like, yeah, if he
1: just no, got yes. animal powers from an alien and there was, like, no threat to society, he could de- he would definitely be like, all right, well, I'm going to turn into a fucking bird and drop, like, water balloons on people that were bullying <laughs> me or something. <laughs> actually a really good a point. that is
2: kind of a that is a, like a really good point that is actually kind of like a central theme of of the series is that generally people who are trying to like oppress or dominate others have themselves are trying to escape something you know, exactly, some yeah. kind of domination that they've they've gone under. Like we have mentioned, we mentioned it before in the last episode, I think. But and we'll, we'll learn more about it in the future. But it fucking sucks to be a yerk. <laughs> like <laughs> it's not a great life. <laughs> maybe yeah. maybe
1: maybe the Yurks taking over people is them literally just trying to also trans their genders. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm not yeah. entirely sure. How much that... Because, like, Yurks are a monogendered species, so... Mm-hmm.
2: But don't they... Yeah. Don't
1: they explicitly, like, refer to some Yerks as, like, he, with he-him pronouns at times? I think Tobias they, did, right?
2: <laughs> they, they do. Uh, yurks tend to take the genders of their hosts, or whichever hosts they prefer taking. Hmm. Um, So, like... Cool. Yurks may go by he-him if they're in a host that went by he-him. They may go by she-her if they're in a host that went by she-her. I'm not sure if the Yurk language would even have gendered pronouns. Yeah. They kind of, like...
0: I'm pretty sure there's not actually a native Yurk language. They don't have a, a speech system when they're in their natural forms, so...
2: pretty sure that... Well, here's the thing, is that there's, there's like... I'm pretty sure they do, but there's, like, alien species in this series that shouldn't have languages but do. Andalites don't communicate verbally they can they can like beam concepts into each other's brains There's no reason there should be an andalite word for anything, <laughs> but there is so Yeah, how, how like Elfanger there's... knows
1: the term to human hours or whatever it was
2: <laughs> And there, two is, of your Earth there hours. is a and there is a page for the york language on seropedia yeah, I don't, but several I don't know of those terms
0: is... are just terms from other languages that they've stolen.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, it, it might they might be taken from Gallard. We don't know. I, I think that's uh, the most
0: likely case. I, I'm pretty sure I remember an instance of them talking about how there's no way for Yorks to communicate outside of basic like electrocommunication while they're in the pool.
2: Yeah, well, they do have. Um... I also read something about the Ged's which is their their original host that we'll learn about later I'm not gonna say much too much about them but that they're incapable like I
0: yeah I don't know it's That's one like of those wiki things stuff. <laughs> it's like it's
2: like yeah uh, uh, we'll get to that later it, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense I think that um, when it comes to languages in in this series there's not a whole lot of reason for I mean certainly the Andalites shouldn't have a word for anything they don't need words why would they need words yeah <laughs> why would why would Elfangor's name be Elfangor and not like mental impression of rushing grass and flowing water and also sun like y- your names could be awesome stuff like that instead of Elfangor.
0: Yeah, in- instead of generic alien name.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But
0: they have a much more defined language than the Yorks do. I can tell you that much.
2: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's 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 just kind of weird that that the Andalite language be based on phonemes that humans happen to be capable of making with their mouths.
0: Well, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's our book for today. Do we have any final thoughts as we close out?
2: Um, I think that this was very much a sort of middle bit. I think that things will start to heat up as we get going. I think there was still some 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 fun stuff to talk about, and I hope we talked about it well
0: yeah for sure it's extremely the i mean six chapters of figuring out how all that exposition works
2: but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah and and learning that you you can't trust anyone that speaks in formulaic stuff and tells you the sharing is neat <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah um we're just about halfway through the book at this point so uh, i guess we'll start to see it really pick up next week <laughs> yeah Um, yeah, that's. I got nothing else. Do you two? No, uh, no.
1: Not really. Like you said, it was like, these are like it's like the, the few chapters after like the inciting incident where it's like, now
0: we gotta set up for them doing stuff.
2: <laughs> Indeed. And
0: yeah, I guess there's not much left for us to say, but uh, remember, Zero did nothing wrong. <laughs> Zero did nothing wrong. Uh, I'm still basing uh, that you're right
1: in Zero doing nothing wrong. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha.